The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale, holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hello and welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. Thank you for being here. This is show number 48, Life with Wheelies and IVDD Dogs with Barbara Teckel about how best to take care of disabled dogs with wheels and carts for legs and dogs with IVDD, intervertebral disc disease, especially wiener dogs. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do Zoom Reiki and intuitive counseling for people and animals all over the world because energy transcends space and time. You can also Skype Reiki or phone Reiki. You choose. Reiki helps you de-stress and relax your nervous system, and it strengthens your immunity. Find more on my website, charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. And right now, as we're all trying to strengthen our immune systems, I'm relieved knowing that my dogs, my cat, and I all take the best probiotic on the planet. It's by Purium. That's Purium as in pure, premium, organic, plant-based superfood supplements. My animals have been thriving on the product Epigenius for Dogs. Yes, I also give it to my cat. It strengthens joints with high-quality herbs and minerals. And these are supplements I was trying to buy individually to put in their food, but Purium does it better. And they combine them with probiotics that actually take that poison glyphosate out of their system. I found this product myself and I was so impressed with the results. I made them my sponsor. And yes, they make a probiotic and a joint remedy for people too. And my skin is radiant from it. Go to ishoppurium.com, put in my code to get a 25% discount. It's mind, body, pause. ishoppurium.com with discount code mind, body, pause. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and medically. This is my guest's second time on the show. In the last episode, she talked about how animals change our lives and how we heal emotional wounds from the lessons they teach us. Now we're getting physical, diving into how to best help disabled dogs who have lost the use of their back legs. My guest is an author, intuitive guide, oracle reader, soul collage facilitator, and enthusiast of animal wisdom, metaphysics, and spirituality. She guides women on inward expeditions of self to tap into their intuitive nature and empowers them to live in alignment with their soul. She's written three memoirs dealing with how dogs and all animals help us heal, and two children's books about living with special needs dogs and overcoming your own disabilities. Her latest book is I'm Fine Just the Way I Am, Healing Emotional Pain Through the Wisdom of Animals and Oracles. Welcome back from Wisconsin, Barbara Teckel. Thank you, Charlie. I'm glad to be back. In the last show, we talked about how animals come into our lives to allow us to reach deeper into ourselves and learn lessons and heal emotional wounds. So thank you for coming back so that now we can tackle things we need to be aware of when taking care of disabled dogs. And you spent decades caring for wheelies, didn't you? Yes, I had my first, um, well, she wasn't a wheelie dog when I um, got her from a breeder, but when she was six and a half years old, her name was Frankie, short for Francesca. 
um, well, she was about six and a half, I guess it was. She um, ended up rupturing a disc in her back and she became paralyzed. And, um, you know, she went through the surgery um, and it didn't take. Um, but fortunately, there, I didn't know this at the time because this was back in 2006. I did not even know of dog wheelchairs or like we like to call them wheelie dogs now. I didn't even know of them. Um, and that would start my journey. Um, I had Frankie who was in a wheelchair. And when Frankie passed, I adopted another one um, and got her a wheelchair. Um, that was Joey. And then my third dog, Gidget, um, she did have the disc disease, but she did not need a wheelie, a wheelchair. I was going to say a wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> right. You think of those big wheels, you know, when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how difficult. And I know it's also rewarding too, but let's just go to the, 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 you know, the practical part. How difficult is it to take care of dogs with these special circumstances? You know, at the very beginning, it was, it was overwhelming and it was very daunting. Um, you know, I knew that when I got Frankie from the breeder, I just had like this little, little bit of information that, yeah, you know, dogs with long backs typically have you know, some back issues, but I did not know the extent of it. And um, so when she did become paralyzed, um, I didn't know, you know, with the paralysis that also led to the fact that her uh, bladder and her bowels did not function correctly. So I would learn to have to express her bladder um, and her bowels, which I eventually did over the toilet, which was very, it actually came out to be, you know, make lemons with lemonade. <laughs> um, <laughs> it came out to be, you know, in the middle of winter here in Wisconsin, I didn't have to take her outside. I could just over the toilet and flush it away. So there was an advantage, but, you know, at the very beginning, just, um, you know, keeping them still for, you know, six to eight weeks. Then um, doing physical therapy for her to see if she could walk on her own again. Um, and, you know, at the beginning, it's so scary. It's it's so scary because you feel like they're so fragile and they're going to break, you know. Um, but just watching your pet have to go through that and then learning how to care for a dog with special needs is just a whole nother ball game, you know. But definitely very rewarding. But, yeah, let's be honest. There are challenges to it, too. Um, you know, the expense of it, the surgery was not inexpensive. I think at that time it was around $4,000 and then the wheelchair was about four to $500. Um, so yeah, there was a lot involved, but, um, I'm glad I had the experience. I really am. Cause it taught me so much about myself and about life and to appreciate life. So what are some of the modifications you have to make around your house to have a dog? Yeah. Um, I mean, can they get around like, the ones who need the wheels and the carts? Can they get around without it? Do you only put it on when they go outside or does it depend on the dog? Um, it depends on the dog. And that's a really good question. Um, when Frankie first got her wheelchair and dogs, you know that dogs are amazing. They adapt so amazingly well and it's us humans that you know I you know I remember at times people would say poor dog you know especially if they would see her like scooting along and that's what they do in their when they're in the house they can usually scoot along especially if you have like um hardwood floors which we eventually put in all hardwood floors and tiles so for our dogs so they could get around better and it was easier for cleanup too to be honest 
No kidding. So, yeah, scooting around. Um, and then when she would go outside, she could scoot in the grass too. But um, to go for a walk, she definitely would use the wheelchair. And, you know, it just depends. You know, you know, wiener dogs are small, so they can get around the house pretty easily. And when she first was in her wheelchair, yeah, she would get stuck, you know, on a chair or around a corner. Um, but, you know, you just let them be and they figure it out. And within... I, within a week, that wasn't happening anymore. She knew how to navigate quite well. They're amazing. They're so resilient. And they teach us, you know, this disability doesn't need to keep you down. Come on, rise above this. Right. right. You know, when I first started taking her out in my little town, I live in a town about um, 950 people. There was no other wheelie dog around. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and I was kind of nervous about taking her because I didn't, I, I felt like people were going to judge me, you know, and I was worried they might make fun of her. Oh. And, um, and then I just realized, you know, she didn't know she had wheels. All she knew was she got to be a dog again. So that's what I would tell people. But most people were very accepting of it. You know, there were a couple of times people looked looked at me kind of strange, which that drove me crazy. But, um, you know, it was the truth. She didn't know she had wheels. She just knew, oh, my gosh, I can go really fast when I have this wheelie thing on me and life is grand. <laughs> and, and yet another lesson they're trying to teach us. Um, because they're saying, do I care that that person is looking in disgust? No, look at my face. I'm enjoying life. And they're trying yeah. to teach us who cares what other people's perceptions are because it's a mirror of their own issues. It's not it our is. stuff. It is. That is so that is so key to say, Charlie, because um, that's exactly it. And, um, you know. As I said in the last interview, too, we don't consciously do that sometimes. What we do, we project our own stuff onto our animals. And that, you know, if, if Frankie wasn't going to feel sorry for herself, neither was I going to feel sorry that this was a situation that fell into our laps and we just had to make the best of it and be okay with all of it. And I, I should uh, clarify, when I say IVDD, I am saying IVDD. <laughs> intervertebral disc disease because when I was researching you for the podcast I listened to an interview you did and I heard you say IVDD and I thought you said IBD <laughs> as in irritable bowel syndrome and then the audio had just you know stuck for a second and so I emailed you and I said hey I have a brilliant idea <laughs> as well as talking about your book would you do a second podcast with me where we talk medically about you know the wheels and the carts and IBD <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and you kindly wrote back and just said, I'd love to. <laughs> so, so we are talking about IVDD. So intervertebral disc disease, I was reading, I had never heard of this before, but I was reading up on it. It has to do with slipped discs, ruptured discs, herniated discs, and bulging discs, which, yes. oh my gosh, how painful. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, like in Frankie's case, she was... You know, we were gone on vacation when it happened and she was at a kennel. And unfortunately for the poor kennel owner who never, I don't think, ever forgave herself. Um, and I wish she would. But um, Gidget was uh, not Gidget. I'm thinking I'm thinking my other dog, Frankie. <laughs> um, she was pretty much not in pain. I mean, it happened so in instantaneously. 
And she was almost like immediately paralyzed. So there was no pain for her um, associated with that from what they could tell. She had lost all pain sensation quite quickly. That's a blessing. Yeah, but there are, there are um, unfortunately, animals who are, are in a lot of pain. And sometimes the only option really is surgery. And, you know, can I just, can I just expound on that a little bit? Of course. Just to uh, give people hope about that, um, because the cost for surgery just continues to rise. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of people who cannot, you know, put that kind of money out. But there are so many other options. You know, there is the physical therapy you can try. The wheelchair, the company that I worked with um, was Eddie's Wheels out of Massachusetts. And their wheelchairs are designed to actually be therapeutic. And some animals, and Frankie was this way to a degree at, um, well, I would say about a year or two after she was in the wheelchair, um, where she would do what they call a spinal walking. Because the wheelchair, she eventually could like move her back feet while she was in the wheelchair because it supported her spine the best that it possibly could. So, you know, I just want to share that information because I don't want people to give up hope and think that surgery is their only route. Um, they can try these, these other types of therapy too. Yeah. Um, and I, I read that not just in dachshunds, but also Shih Tzus, Pekingese and Beagles tend to be more predisposed to getting IVDD in some manner, I guess, because of the structure of their backs and the length of the backs. And then that's why it's so important with these dogs to keep them, um, and fit a good weight yes. and not let them get overweight because then that's just extra weight on their back. Right. I mean, I know there's, there's ongoing research and they haven't, you know, they don't know the exact cause of it, but there are things you can do to try and help and exactly what you said. And, you know, I have to be honest, my dog was a little overweight. I didn't know. I, and I, after that, I knew better. Um, so yeah, keeping their weight in check, um, get, giving them a good diet, um, you know, doing massage for them yourself, you know, keeping mm-hmm. stimulating is, you know, I did that for Frankie and for Joey. That was such a lovely time. That was such a bonus because, you know, you got to bond with them on a different level than other people might with their own pets. This is so true. Regular massage and myofascial massage, which anyone can do. And it is so beneficial. Um, I do that with my German shepherd every day because of her joint issues, elbow dysplasia. And then now she's having hip issues. Um, And so really with all animals, it's important to keep them at a good weight and not let them get overweight because it messes with all animals, you know, with their joints, cats and dogs. So another reason, you know, not to let them get fat and or you know heavy and feeding them the junky treats and things like that um my vet has wheelie dachshunds has had um in the past as well and she also with her she has an integrated um holistic and regular um veterinary practice but she also is part of a therapy dog therapy or well I've seen cats in there too where they have the underwater treadmill Mm -hmm. um they have um the warm pools um and and they and they work through therapy so what you just said is so true there are helpful ways of helping a dog they don't have to be euthanized necessarily you know you you let the you and the vet you know can look at the severity of it but there is rehabilitation that can be done. And when I stop in 
Um, I love this vet. And when I stopped there with my animals, um, I've seen dogs and cats going through the different therapy paces and I've seen some of the progress and it's amazing. And, you know, everyone's overjoyed and the dog is always happy. Always. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the other thing too, I think is important to share is, um, you know, where, again, where I live, I'm in a small town, um, 950 people, there is no such thing as therapy like that. And there wasn't then, and there still isn't now, as far as I know. And what I ended up doing is I, I took Frankie to a vet that specialized specialized in disc disease, and she actually taught me some therapy um, things that I could do because I didn't have anywhere to take her, but I was willing to learn, you know, and do whatever I could to help Frankie. And for our swim therapy, we did it right in the bathtub. <laughs> nice. So, Anything so you can describe, you know, give tips for people? Sure. Um, I would actually just fill the bathtub as full as I could. And I had bought her a little doggy life vest and because she was small enough. So she'd have the life vest on that had the little handle on it. So I'd hold onto the handle and I would dunk her into the water <laughs> and she would swim with her front paws. And then I would take her back legs and I would move them like in a bicycle motion. And we would do that for like 10 minutes. Um, and then the bicycle motion, um, therapy I'd also do when she wasn't in the water or I would do the bicycle motion or I would move her legs in a circular motion I would do the massage to get the blood circulating and it always helpful it was all helpful in helping her to um, not atrophy as you know because that's that's common they do start to atrophy their muscles do but that helped you know to slow that progress down Water is so beneficial for any animal with joint issues. Yeah. In my years ago, when I used to live in Las Vegas and I had a pool in the backyard, we used to take my German Shepherd, who was then a puppy and then a young dog, used to take her in the pool. And, you know, she never had her joints were, were doing very well during those years. And so I now I feel guilty that I live in an area where I can't afford a pool in San Francisco. <laughs> I can barely afford to keep a roof over her head. So I yeah. can't give her a pool. And I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, if only I could have a pool for, for Sasha. <laughs> and, and you know what? She's looking at me right now going, mommy, who cares? I'm fine. I'm fine just the way I am. Oh, yes, my gosh. Absolutely. The title of your latest book. <laughs> so, anyway, the good thing is that there, whatever the issue, um, do your research like you did. And you're like I am. I try and go into every form of therapy I can look at. Yes, Sasha, mommy did it for you. Yes, I know. Hush. Um and uh, I, I went and you know, the holistic, I looked into holistic things and um, different uh, modalities that would help her. Uh, I currently give her a lot of Reiki <laughs> and as well as uh, uh, Chinese medicine and herbs. She gets acupuncture and different things like that. And I think it's important to research and see what resonates within you and then right. try to search it out. Now, it was maybe slightly easier for me because I live in a large city. But so for you, that had to, in the Midwest, a small town in the Midwest, finding holistic help and, and Chinese medicine help, that must have been a little more difficult. Yeah. And I actually incorporated Chinese medicine for my last dachshund, too. And um, yeah, I traveled about an hour and a half, you know, every few months um, to do that for her. 
But I wanted to mention too, in regards to the disc disease, which is very common, you know, in other breeds, but it's very common in the ducks. And one of the resources that I came across that I can share with your audience, which is extremely helpful, is a um, organization called dodgerslist.com. And maybe I can give you that website and you can share that in the show notes, but Dodgerslist.com, Dodger, D-O-D-G-E-R-S. Yes, and then the word list, Dodgers.com. Okay, and and that helped you? Yeah, they have, um, that site is just packed with information on how to care for a special needs dog. Um, They have a forum where you can, you know, go through all the different files they have of different questions that come up when you're caring for um, these type of dogs, um, and just a lot of support and a lot of help. And we touched on this in the last podcast, and it comes up in your book, I'm Fine Just the Way I Am, Healing Emotional Pain Through the Wisdom of Animals and Oracles. But let's bring it up here too, because I think it really fits in with what we're talking about, but burnout. Yeah. You know, From Karen. and I think that, I think that's, that's important. Again, I mean, is to look at, you know, the reason for your burnout and, you know, are you asking for help when you need help, you know, reaching out to others who are going through this experience. And I know for me too, now I'm just recalling this. It's been a while since I, you know, I had Frankie, so, and Joey, but um, one thing that I did after I learned all that I did, I made myself available for anybody who wanted to talk to me free of charge, you know, if you're just initially going through this, let's talk. Let me see if I can get you some resources. Um, but just reaching out and getting help. Don't be afraid to ask. You know, and I know a lot. I know there's a resource too, but I don't know it off the top of my head where there are other caretakers that will, you know, help you out when you need help and you need a break. Um, but again, when you're getting to that point of feeling so burned out, you know, it's really a good time to practice self-care and look at the reasonings, the reasons if there's a bigger perspective there and there's a bigger reason why you're feeling that burnout and to really take the time to look at that. And be able to communicate it with others in a calm yeah. manner yeah. rather than than saying, I can do that and shouldering it all. And then it was, I thought it was so interesting. Um, and this comes out in your book um, where you and your husband were finally talking about it and you were confessing how you felt guilty for your feelings of feeling, I can't do this anymore. And, but you'd been, you know, putting on the brave front. And so he said his way of dealing with it had been just to go to work. And because he would just go to work, you were like, well, I'm here all alone with this. I need her as my companion. I need to do that. I need to shoulder this. Right. And for me, the reason why I was carrying such guilt about it was I, I wanted, I wanted Frankie. He did not want me to get that, that wiener dog, but I, I wanted her so bad. And I don't, you know, obviously it played out for a much bigger reason. So that I carried that guilt too. Well, I was the one that wanted her. So I'm the one that has to carry the full burden. And what is that with us women that we do that to ourselves? Right. Correct. So there are deeper issues there. And that's one thing I learned too, is to be more open with my communication with my husband. Um, and that was a big, that was like a big realization moment when he said that, well, I just go to work. I thought, oh my gosh, that is how he deals with it. And, 
you know, once that was out on the table, it was just this big relief. You know, we both felt so much better. So we're down to the last few minutes. Would you like to share anything about uh, anything extra about dealing with disabled dogs, disabled animals that you want to impress upon everyone? Yeah, not to give up hope. Do not give up hope. I mean, we have so many more resources today than we ever did. Um, and I know some veterinarians still aren't on board. And I know the reasoning for that is they they look at it as, as an issue they need to fix, you know, that they need to get the dog walking again. But oh, right. yeah, um, my vet, my vet shared that with me and he actually, he was amazed at how Frankie went on to live a most beautiful life. So we helped each other, which was a good thing. But, um, you know, there is hope for these dogs with special needs and they have so much to teach us that you will experience so much joy. Yeah, there'll be challenges, but isn't that the same way with any other dog too? You know, it's just a different challenge. That's all it is. So I, I, when I did a lot of interviews about this, that was always my thing. Don't give up hope and reach out for help. And uh, you can get through this together. Awesome. Thank you, Barbara Teckel. You can find out more about her at joyfulpaws.com, joyfulpaws.com. And you can see her new book on there, too. She's written many. I'm fine just the way I am. Healing Emotional Pain Through the Wisdom of Animals and Oracles. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Charlie, so much. And thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. If you need some de-stressing and want to boost that immune system, email me for some Zoom Reiki distant healing or Skype Reiki or phone Reiki for you, for your animals, anywhere you are. Go to charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com, and you can find past shows on there as well as on my page at Empower Radio. Thank you to my sponsor, Purium, and their pure, premium, organic, plant-based superfoods that boost your amended immunity and pull glyphosate out of your system, you and your dogs. Go to ishoppurium.com, put in my discount code, MindBodyPause, and you'll help us all. Thank you for Brent, to Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio, and to Tony Ficini in the studio in Detroit for their love and support. Take care and remember, no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better. You're doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.